Hi Tom. Hi Leo. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I am glad you're here in Amsterdam. You visit me. We haven't seen us in a long time. Yeah, it's been like like three quarter of a year. Yeah, so. it has been a long time. And okay. it's really nice to show you around. We've been to my campus yesterday. Definitely. And I am super excited, super thrilled to record this podcast today with you. I'm excited as well. I mean, I'm a bit nervous to be honest, but uh, yeah. Let's see how this goes, eh? Maybe first, um, so our audience uh, learns a little bit uh, about you, Leo. Um, give us a short introduction. Who are you? How did we meet? Yeah, so uh, basically, I'm, I'm from from Hamburg uh, in Germany. Uh, that's where I basically finished school. And uh, before finishing school, actually, we both did a year abroad and met there. So that's going to be a story we're going to tell about later on. Uh, currently, I'm uh, I'm in Jena, in Thuringia, in Germany, studying medical engineering. Uh, now, f starting up my fourth semester, and yeah, pretty thrilled actually about everything has going on. You know, being here, seeing Amsterdam for the first time, and yeah, great. Um, also, for all the the English listeners now, because this is my first English podcast, I will also shortly introduce myself. Um, my name is Tom. I'm the host of this podcast. Talk to Tom. I live here in Amsterdam currently, studying computational social science, which is a study program where we look into ways of how IT, IT and computer science can um, yeah, tackle societal issues and um, yeah, benefit society. Um, before that, I lived my whole life uh, in Bielefeld or in this area in Germany, also did my uh, graduation there. And yeah, between that, I um, was in New Zealand with, with Leo. And we have been there in a town called Nelson or in a smaller um, yeah, village or a suburb of Nelson, which was called uh, Richmond. And we went to Waimea College. Waimea College, um, yeah, was, was a great school. We have been there. I've been there for nine months. You have been there for, for, for one year. year. Yeah, yeah. I extended my stay after, mm. I think, like already two months being there in. And I just loved it. So I just said I had to be there one entire year. Mm -hmm. well, first, maybe, um, we, so we've brought a topic today. We both said we would like to discuss, um, which is the school system. The school system, how it works here in, in Germany, also, the school system, how it worked there in Waimea College. Leo, you said you have also been, um, you, you have done other exchange um, exchange years or uh, you changed exchanges? before to other countries. Yeah, so I've done uh, like France a couple of times, I think like two, three times. Um, and like two weeks to Finland, but I won't really say it's in change because I really can't. I mean, I was mm -hmm. like, it was fourth grade, I think. Uh, the only thing I remember was uh, dark hours, possibly, and something doing in school. But yeah, I wouldn't read. I wouldn't take that as an exchange. So maybe talk about France a bit of the school system, um, and yeah, especially New Zealand and Germany. The comparisons, uh, especially what I loved about New Zealand was the uh, interest development, which is also going to be a huge topic. Yes, so what we said, what we would like to focus on with this podcast is um, how we perceive the school system in Waimea College, especially with the focus on what new interests we developed and what we found out. And 
Um, also, yeah, in comparison with what we were able to do in Germany and what um, what opportunities we had on the on the Waimea College. Um, so, Leo, first maybe, what were the most the the, the coolest things in at Waimea College for you? What would you say? Well, I was a huge fan of the of the school uniform actually i loved it it okay. was it was something new it was something you know everyone was looking the same of course the difference between the uh, 13 year grade students with the tie and the blazer but apart from that everyone had this green overall sweater thing um you had the polo shirt and the the short uh, pants which was something refreshing you know you had that everyone looked kind of the same but also had this individuality We love that about it. And then also that you were able to choose your profession kind of already. Because in Germany, you have this, this system which says you have to learn everything, right? But it's also just the basics. And in New Zealand, you had the chance to just go and say, I want to do something. I want to try something out. Mm -hmm. I want to do something with wood. You had material furniture. You can look into it. And after one, one quarter of a year, you were like... Like one term was it, right? It was a term. After one term, you said, that's not mine. You mm -hmm. could just say, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to pursue something else and just get back into it. Mm -hmm. for, for our audience, because I don't think <clears throat> they, they all know what material furniture is. Yeah. What did you do there? Well, basically, it's, um, it's woodwork. So, you know, apprenticeship, you do, you do a wood, uh, wood workshop kind of, and you start building furniture that was kind of actually the task there was a task where you had to build a table but that was a really open wide task where you're like just build a table but it could be round it could be a triangle it could be um, a square rectangle the task was only just build um, a table so it was lots of creativity in it and it was so beautiful to see everyone working on their own thing you know seeing where where their project is heading to having a table maybe a living room table at the end in their house mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and i mean um already that we got the opportunity to do something like material furniture is something that i couldn't have imagined in my old school in in germany to to do um, just to explore what it is like to work with 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 wood and also having this opportunity to find out for yourself hmm maybe i like to do something maybe i'd like to create my own shelves and this is really this could be my passion i mean all of these things when we talk about interest development they don't need to be your profession later i mean for me they can also be just a hobby that you explore mm -hmm. um, or that you where you develop a passion about And I think this is super great. And material furniture is only one thing. I mean, we talked about DTM, which was programming and computer science. DTS, sorry. DTS, I always, DTS, I always get yeah, it wrong. Yeah. DTM was something else. I also had that. That's, that was digital technology media, media. I think, um, where I got introduced to the Adobe suite, um, learned, learned basics of Adobe Illustrator. I got a class, Visual Art Design, where we created our own festival posters, did our own type fonts on the, on the paper, and then put it in Photoshop, designed, designed their tickets and, and everything else. And um, I mean, for me, um, this was really where I, I explored this, this, this design, like a new 
uh, a new interest for me, this, this whole design topic. And also, it, we talked about this simultaneously. I, I started with some photography in New Zealand because I bought myself a drone and uh, I was like, wow, this, this landscape's here. It looks so beautiful. I have to capture it. And yeah, we had, the, we had our good friend um, Joris from Switzerland. <laughs> And he also had a drone and I was like, I have to have something. And then I started doing um, photos, taking photos of the landscapes, recording videos. And my, what I learned in those visual design classes helped me to edit it. And um, like with the help and kind of my own passion, going, uh, being at home, looking at some YouTube videos, I found something which I still do today. And I think um, for, for most people, in in Germany, the 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 school does not offer such um, such subjects where you can really do that. You're like a site, and they have a <clears throat> day where you can look into it. Like um, you get basically told you have to be super good in school, which if you have the New Zealand school in comparison, doesn't even have an account. I mean, you're there, and everyone is literally just choosing what they want to do what where they think they have the most fun one of the most amazing classes i took there was hospitality mm -hmm. it was basically how to organize a kitchen and how to cook it was cooking basics 101 how what is a chef knife how do you use it what are the different types of cutting i mean most of them don't even use them nowadays i mean what is Julien, you know? No one really know except you're really a profession in the in the kitchen. But it's I remember just... mise en place. Mise en this place. Is, this yes. is what I remember because because our hospitality teacher was really do your mise en place, prepare everything before you start cooking, and it does really help. Yeah, and those are skills I even use today. I mean, when I cook, I like to prepare everything and stuff, and that's actually one of the key points where I learned that cooking is something I really love. Mm -hmm. I mean, also with the with the class called hospitality, and the the cool thing I think too at this at this Waimea College or yeah we only were at the Waimea College but I think it's in in the New Zealand school system in general is that it does not force you in this academic direction mm -hmm. because um, also with hospitality or material furniture. Or outdoor education, where we, where you could do kayaking, rock climbing, um, like navigation with a compass and a map, all these kind of things. You had the possibility to also, if you, if you feel like this is what I want to to do now as a job, not only as a as a hobby um, or as a side thing, you could also choose to to pursue it even more and to to say, okay, I think. I know what I want to do now. I want to be a cook. And then you could do even more classes with hospitality or take it at a later stage in year 13. And you already, like, if at this point when you have finished graduation then, you had already a lot of your portfolio, a lot that you could show to potential um, to, to uh, potential schools, restaurants where, yeah, or, or, or other universities. Whatever. No, not universities. It doesn't make sense with, with these kind of jobs. But you had a lot of already in your hand that you could use for your, for your job. It kind of, the, the whole school system prepares you for 
a wider range of jobs where in Germany, especially if you want to do, if you want to graduate, which I feel like most people are kind of, more, most uh, kids are kind of pushed into this direction, Definitely. then it is, it is this academic field where you're in. Because, yeah, we only have such classes um, as mathematics and English and literature, these kind of um, history, whatever. But, I mean, and there are some people which I think they really like those subjects. And um, these academic fields suits them very well. But it's not everyone. And Definitely. the school system in, in New Zealand, it manages it really well to, to give everyone the opportunity to find something what they are passionate about and i think that, that that is really great yeah there's something you know about it you mean thinking about germany and i think lots of european countries you have a huge uh huge message of people who are like in these areas where you have a uh, wood furniture or mechanical engineering lots of people don't even want to try it I mean, of course, you always see the numbers and you're like, but people are there, you know, but many of them quit. Many of them don't want to pursue it. Many of them are in there because they don't see anything else. And because of this, this, this widespread of, um, of, uh, lectures you have of subjects, which is sadly just sports, math, English, German, and lots of other stuff, which is very like, old school i would say mm -hmm. you didn't get the the image of how important these other uh, jobs are actually are because someone has to do the construction site you know someone has to build something you want later like if you want a house someone has to build it and to be able to get there there have to be has to be someone who does it and if you if you from from i think it's preschool already they The teachers tell you, you have to go to a gymnasium or like to a better school. And then you have to do your abitur. Which is then, like final graduation. Which is final graduation, yeah. And then, and then you have to go to study. Like you have to, do, you have to go study at a university or a university of applied science and do something with your life. Which sounds, if you do an apprenticeship, sounds like you're a total failure. Which isn't. Mm -hmm. It isn't the case. It's it, it is not. And I think... This is also in, in New Zealand, the people are, they, they value, for example, if you become an outdoor guide, the, the Kiwis, this is what they, they, the New Zealand people yeah. call themselves, is they love the outdoors and they really appreciate it. And you, if you have to be fair, it's justified. It is super beautiful. And if you are an outdoor guide there, you are, you're highly valued. If you, if you do outdoor trips and organize rock climbing and all these kind of things, um, I mean, it is not that it's it's a, like you're in a lower rank of society, mm. but I feel like yeah, as you said, in 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 uh, Germany you might get the impression that it is because people tell you or it's the societal pressure yeah. that that make makes that, and I feel that, yeah this 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 atmosphere that is was created there is more more open more open to. Just do what what you want to do, and we help, we support you on your way to find out what that is. Definitely. But now maybe like coming back to what we actually loved about Waimea College as well. Mm -hmm. um, I loved the the ten minutes before school started in a form class. So so since 
New Zealand was uh, colonized by the English or by the Britons, it has many features which you would know from the Britain people. And I love the fact that we had like four houses similar to Harry Potter. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't called Slytherin or Gryffindor, but it was Shepard, Cooper, or Hillary and Rutherford. And I just love that you also had these games, you know, it was kind of like this Quidditch tournament, but it wasn't just Quidditch. It was, uh, you know, it was something else, but we had athletics and it was a swimming competition. And I think even there was a small rugby crammed together and stuff. I just loved it that, you know, you were, you were part of a house. And although you would like, because you could choose the modules or the subjects you wanted to do, you only saw them in form class 10 minutes, most of them, and then you just spread it out to your classes. But it was just like something you come together, you talk about how the weekend was, how your day was. You get some small input of from the teacher, from the form teacher who said like, okay, yeah, you got this going on. So um, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, the, the teacher is sick, so you're going to have another one or uh, yeah, this class is going to be dismissed because uh, yeah, we're at a shortage right now and teachers uh, won't be able to make it or something like that. It was just a nice small thing to have in the morning. Yeah, it, w- it was starting together in the day. Yeah. And maybe also to as an extra explanation to the New Zealand school system, as Leo said already, you you really choose your subject. So you don't have a have one class and you go to all your subjects on the timetable, but you have different you have different classes and different people you see in every class. And therefore, as you said, the, the form classes, you also you were in touch with people who did other subjects and you also shared some of your experience sometimes. And therefore you also I mean the form class were also to inform you of, about what's going yeah. on, what you can do. I remember there was a, a French competition you, you you took part in, yeah. and and those those kind of things that were also introduced there, um, which which kind of shows that the the, the school it's not only about this um, the, yeah the classes and the the lessons itself, but it's it, it more, the school is more about the I mean yeah the whole it's it's way more important i feel like in the life of the of the kiwis there because they have the theater classes there or you can choose to to do um, to learn an instrument they organize sport events they they have clubs all these kind of things and also in the form classes they tell you about new stuff that is coming up and i think that is really great first yeah you as you said you get in touch with with other people that normally you don't see in your classes and on the other th- on, on the other side they inform you about new things that are coming up uh, which you can actively participate in um which might which yeah which might be um part of your interests definitely and especially like the 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 after school activities like there there was a huge amount of stuff you could do there was volleyball i mean uh, there was international volleyball where I took place, I think, like three quarters of the years. I mean, mm-hmm. I missed the first term, I think, um, but that was it. I loved it so much. Uh, a friend, yours, where we mentioned him, he played basketball, I think, for a bit and croc- uh, cricket. Uh, there was rugby you could participate, but uh, yeah, there was like <laughs> rugby is a really, really fun thing to do, but you have to have the posture for it, otherwise you're just going to get knocked down. Which I sadly don't have. Mm, also uh, in New Zealand, they are really good. It's their yeah. national national sport there. Yeah. Though so they got as an international, it's fucking scary. 
yeah, because they're just, I mean, they they have this this strength in them, kind of, and <laughs> it's just, it's just really you you stand in front of them with the ball in your hand, and they just tackle you down. It's not like oh he's he's new, you know, uh, we're just yeah. gonna take extra care. They're like he got the ball, you know, we're just gonna tackle him. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried it, I think, once for half an hour, and I just said to the to the coach, I was like, dude. Thanks for everything, but I, I'm, I'm not the guy who could do this. You yeah, know? and then we started with some soft, uh, soft rugby, yeah. which is rugby, but um, you don't tackle, but you touch a person. Yeah. This is more our stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, but you know, it was amazing that they even had the opportunity to do that, and mm. that was something that you really miss in Germany as well. Yeah, some schools have something like a band where you can participate and everything, but. The sport activities you can do after school, they are just not there. At mm. least that wasn't my case in my school. And I think yours was pretty similar as well, eh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also played some basketball there. I started with some um, bass guitar, um, which I did for, for a few months. I found out it's not really my thing, but that's also a valuable yeah. experience to make. Definitely. And um, yeah, I was just thinking... In general, the I mean, it's it's very different from Germany because school plays such a like a bigger role in your life, and it organizes. There's so many more things that are organized there. I don't know if that's always um, like bad, like worse in Germany because I mean, here you have to organize your things yourself. If you want to do, if you play football. You have to find your own club. You have to organize um, the, your hobbies uh, yourself, which I guess, I mean, if you're young, hopefully your parents will help you or your school. But at some point, it's not that bad to, to learn to do it um, by yourself. Um, but still, yeah, as you said, that they, they offer it is, is, uh, is really great. And what I also would like to, to mention here is um, we talked about that earlier the assemblies which which took part every two weeks I think two and three weeks everything like two that two to three weeks and there was the the director when we were there there was Scott Haynes he was really cool yeah. um, he was he was funny and he everybody respected him but still he was he was a casual and and cool guy um, and. I'm a guy who you could really look up to, you know? Definitely. Um, and at the assemblies, the whole school came together with, uh, yeah, with, with, I think, no, it was divided into two groups, the younger... Yeah, the younger and the elder ones, yeah. Yeah, and the older ones. And then there were events organized, or because there was a, a theater club, and then um, sometimes they would play something and uh, show what they what they did in the last last month show what they practiced um and afterwards maybe there was a, a musician playing the guitar and singing and yeah. it was just really like um the whole school comes together and celebrates what what people are doing there i remember once there was a drum off i think there were like two drum sets one and on the stage one in the back of the assembly hall and then they were like having a drum off that was actually really fun to watch i mean for me it was all the same because they were just hammering on to, <laughs> to the drums but mm. uh there was something in it that people were cheering on i was just like going with yeah let's just go with it um yeah it, it was it was such a fun experience because everyone also had the respect for scott haynes although mm. you know he was 
he was such a casual, fun guy. And you could even chat with him in private, you know, you could just meet him and he would be super nice telling you about everything. And that was something I do miss as well. You don't have these international opportunities here in, in Germany. Um, you have these exchanges you do from time to time, but you don't really get in touch with lots of people from other countries, except you do it yourself. You go out like we did with New Zealand. You want to get go somewhere. Um, or you have some connections through, I don't know, friends or the internet where you find people from other countries. But apart from that, you're really stuck in Germany into your bubble kind of, which is then your school friendship, friends. Uh, and you can't really, you know, you don't really develop in other differences. And I know lots of people who have never traveled, really. You know, mm -hmm. they, they stayed in Germany or visited like the neighbor countries like uh, we have like Netherlands or Denmark for, for us in Hamburg, at least because it was close by Belgium, maybe as well. But that was basically it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you gotta say some people don't have the opportunity to travel that definitely. much. That is definitely one thing you have to consider. But I agree. I mean, at the Waimea College, we had a lot of international students there. And I mean, it was an international school. And um, they really tried to also integrate the, the international students within the, the school system there, which worked for some better than others. Yeah. You, you got to say that. Um, but still, I think it was great that you had so many different cultures there represented. There were all a, a lot of people from uh, Japan, Japan like, yeah. and I think Korea. Um, Thailand, I Br think, was Br also there. Yeah, but Lots also of, well, all around the world, uh, from South America, Brazil was there. Switzerland, Switzerland. Uh, we had Norway. Yeah. Germans as well. The German, heaps of Germans. Yeah, I don't I mean, know why, but... Uh, they're, they're everywhere, the Germans. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also here in Amsterdam, it's a bit annoying. Well, I get. I guess you get used to it. I mean, you, you live here. I'm not. I'm just a tourist as well. Yeah. So basically, I'm part of the problem. But yeah, yeah, that's that's something you have to get used to. I think. But yeah, that you, that, <clears throat> that the people are there, and you uh, get to know them, get to know their culture a little bit, is is really great. And I think that also helps you to to develop an, an open open mindset. Um, yes, yeah, so I I love. I, what I love about the culture is basically I, I got the chance to watch the All Blacks in person, which is the the rugby team, basically. Mm -hmm. It's the national rugby team, which where they say it's the best team ever. Of Obviously, it's their team, but it, they are pretty good, to be honest. And I got the chance to watch the derby between uh, France and All Blacks in Wellington with a friend, also Joris as well. Mm -hmm. he, he kind of goes through this podcast. Um, and it, it was just... They have this. They have this dance. You know, it's called the haka. It's it's a um, war dance kind of they do before they attack the British. Um, back in the years, uh, and it was just something when you see it in life, how they really everyone is quiet. There is full attention onto the entire team who do this cultural dance, which is so integrated into this into this culture of the normal Kiwi life. It's just something completely different. I mean, you have the comparison directly three and a half hours away is uh, Australia, where the Aborigines didn't really get the chance to get integrated that much. And you see the Maori, which really have something 
worthwhile where they have their own culture which is so deeply rooted that everyone sees a potential in it and everyone you know loves it so much that basically i think every kiwi knows how to do a kaka i think you could ask around and everyone know yeah yeah i know how to do part of it mm -hmm. which I mean, is amazing yeah and, and the maori culture was also um rooted in at the uemia college which yeah. i i think was was very cool it was a class how to learn maori right mm -hmm. i never took it sadly but it was quite interesting actually in no, me neither. now when we talk about classes what would you say was your favorite class yeah, i wanted to actually ask a question as well actually uh I think hospitality. I think that's the mm. one I love the most because, I mean, even now I love cooking. I do it very frequently. Um, it's yeah. it's a passion I picked up. Although I I was in the beginning, I was thinking like, is it really my thing, cooking? I don't know. And I stick to it, and I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. What you have to know about Leo is when he arrived here <laughs> uh, the first night, then we did some burgers, and we. Oh cut the ingredients for the salad um, Leo went out of the kitchen got something a package I didn't know what it was like came back to the kitchen opened it and it was his knife set which huge knives um, took it out so he brought his knife set and then cut the uh, cut the tomatoes the carrots which which a precision and uh, and a speed incredible Oh, thanks for mentioning that story. Yeah, nah, it's just something you know. If you if you like cooking, you need the proper tools, and it's like yeah. if you if you want to record a podcast, you need tools for it or material mm -hmm. furniture. It's same thing. So yeah, at some point, I just wanted to buy one, and yeah, yeah. I mean, this dem demonstrates how passionate you are about. Yeah, cooking, yeah, which, oh, which definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, is there something like you loved in there? I mean, is over there. I mean, we talked about outer education. Obviously, was something we both loved. But is there something else where you said that it was the subject you loved the most? That is difficult. I mean, I had a, a lot of subject which I which I really liked. Um, yeah, one being being outdoor education. And uh, especially learning to how to do whitewater kayaking was extremely cool. Definitely. And uh, I mean, practicing in the pool, how to do the Eskimo roll with our Mr. Uh, Campbell, super cool yeah. oh, outdoor yeah. ed teacher, Mr. Campbell, who would, who would do after hours for us so we could learn that in the pool. Um, was super great and this was also where um, I mean we were in an in a normal outdoor there was international outdoor education and normal outdoor education and we were in an, a normal outdoor education class with, yeah, other, with kiwis yeah, yeah with, with kiwis and that was such a great time also doing the trips in the end where you prepared yourselves for for over a long time finally doing it You were you were nervous um, if you could do it. I mean, I managed to do an Eskimo roll one time in the in the floating river, oh, wow. uh, which was a, such a big achievement. It felt it felt so good, and I really would like to do it um, to do it again sometime. And I would say in general, um, when we talk about interest development, um, I always loved nature, but also with this outdoor education. I found out, wow, yeah, doing mountain bike trips, going on hiking trips, kayaking, I would, I would, I really love to do that. And um, I mean, this is then something I, I know, I found out for myself that this gives me, yeah, this gives me happiness if I'm, if I'm traveling and, and um, yeah, just 
being in the outdoors. I feel free, and and this is this was really great. So yeah. uh, outdoor education was awesome. Um, I also would say material furniture was mm -hmm. super cool to to build your your own own shelves uh, and and tables. Uh, what else? I think the the visual art design class was was awesome. We also had a, a geography class where we did a field trip and went to Lake what was it, the lake again Motueka Motueka Lake Motueka where we did field studies and had these these this equipment and instruments mm -hmm. where we uh, measured how fast the river flows and all these kind of things um, we had a I had a drone also which we used then to kind of scan the scan the surrounding yeah. And, and that was an awesome trip as, as well. So I think there were a lot of things and I cannot say it was just this, um, this one subject. Um. Well, yeah, <clears throat> of course, it, like hospitality was the fun, was I think the one I had the most fun with, but mm -hmm. uh, I had heaps of other things like material furniture was so much fun. Um, mechanical engineering, I got into the year 13. I don't mm -hmm. know why, but I just got into it. Um, then I got, got the chance to wear the suit as a uniform. I was so happy with that. I don't know even why, but I just, I just loved it. I loved the blazer, the tie and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, it was so much fun actually having, you know, building something, you know, I built a small engine, which works with air compression. And it was, it was something about building something you could take home where you said, okay, this is something I've worked on for three months now. And it works. You get a grade for it. I think I got a merit even, so it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and it was it was something, you know, in Germany, you would never get to do that. In mm -hmm. Germany, the people, especially the teachers, would just be, could get sued probably from the parents who would say it's too dangerous, they could kill each other and what and what else. I don't know, actually, if, if parents would sue them. Uh, okay, but, but they would be scared as well because they think, I mean... Our school system is fucked up in some way. I mean, it's, not, it's it's uh, bloody awful. And say that. <laughs> <laughs> say that. It's bloody awful. And um, yeah, it's it's something I loved so much. Which when I came back, I really missed. Mm -hmm. Which is probably something we're going to talk about now a bit. Which is the difference you had when when you came back from New Zealand. You said you were devastated a bit. You were, well, I wouldn't say depressed, but you know, it was something missing there, right? Yes, I mean, I was pretty frustrated. And I, I gotta say, I was frustrated about um, the whole the old school, yeah, my, my school daily life before New Zealand as well, which was one reason why I, where I did the year abroad. I mean, there were also different things because I wanted to learn, get to know the culture, meet new people, um, improve my language skills. There are so many reasons to do it. But one was also that I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel very comfortable um, in my school there, and it, it, I wasn't, I hadn't, I did not have this experience. I'm going to school and I'm going there because it's fun and because I like to do it, and um, so when I when I went to New Zealand and got to know the school system there, and I mean we have already talked about this now quite a lot, and I think um, the audience here. They, they got the point that we are pretty passionate about <laughs> it there. Um, maybe it sounds even a bit like uh, arrogant. Uh, overselling or, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, overselling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but 
I really found out, hey, they like there is there is a new land of opportunities there. <laughs> there is like a school is is can make fun and um, there are so many so many things and if you if you're doing it hands on and if you if you always meet new people and explore new new interests then school can really be something where you're like hey i mean it's really great that that, that i can go there today and plan my outdoor education trip um stuff like that so when i came back to germany i and i experienced this the school uh, back there again which frustrated me before already and after i came back frustrated me even more definitely i i i I, I felt the need to to I needed to change something, and um, this is also why I decided then um, after after three months of of um, being in the school back in Germany that I have to change the, my school. Mm -hmm. And um, I heard from a friend, a good friend, uh, Mika. He he has been to um, the which um, to an alternative school mm -hmm. um, nearby in my in my area. And there was, um, yeah, th this alternative school. You for if you do want to, if you want to do your graduation there, you had to apply to to get in there. And then I talked to Mika, and I mean, also interviewed him a little bit about how it was. And it felt more like this: you could have you you could do your own projects, and you could more pursue your own interests. And they had a wider range of subjects not as much as in New Zealand, but they had something like psychology or computer science or they had sociology. Um, and later on, they had kind of those profiles, which were a combination of different subjects, which together formed one bigger topic. So, for example, I had um, I had something called body and soul, <laughs> which was where you had sports, you had um, oh, I don't actually know what it is called in English. Uh, you also had biology and you had kind of the, I, don't, I would call it educational science pedagogic. Do you know what that yeah, is in yeah, English? Yeah. Um, Isn't that pedagog pedagogy? Pedo we say that right now. It's about, it's about, <laughs> probably not, uh, but it's about how... How to uh, get along with society, basically, isn't it? Yeah, and how, like, theories of how kids grow up. Um, so very, very famous is there also um, Sigmund Freud, Ericsson. Oh, I don't want to talk about them. Why have I started with that? Ah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is why I choose to go to this school, Ben. And so I would say this this whole New Zealand experience really was very eye-opening for me because through that I learned or I figured out that my school in Germany did not really support me and it did not really support my interests and it did not it did not give me a good feeling and did not move me bring me forward and i think this was a very a very valuable experience to to make definitely uh when i came back i like lots of my teachers interviewed me like how was the school system there mm -hmm. but it never got up to the actual level that where it mattered you know that was like my headmaster would never even ask me mm -hmm. which was was a bit sad because like you said yesterday um you were kind of bummed that no one really asked about it and we both agreed there must be something done mm -hmm. because 
over there being on your own, having this new school system, it was a lot at the beginning. But then uh, you kind of, you kind of get to get along with your life, got to, you know, handle your life on your own. Um, and then the teacher would just be like, you know, the teacher would ask how it was, but the headmaster wouldn't even see the problem with their own, like, school system, which mm -hmm. was a bit sad. But maybe just before we wrap it up, because you already gave me the signal, um, how was it for you to l live on your own, like, to be in New Zealand, standing up for your own, you know, arriving at a host family, trying to live your own life? Mm. So first, I didn't want to wrap it up, Leo, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was it was a challenge, and I was very nervous at first because I mean, yeah, at this point, I was before that I was very dependent on my parents, and they helped me in a lot of uh, yeah in a lot of ways, and um, also in a lot of aspects of my life and suddenly I mean you were not completely on your own you had your host parents and you had uh, people and the school you could you could go to mm -hmm. but still it felt like the first time you were you were on your own and you had to to do stuff to to take stuff in your hand to to get something done and you had to organize your trips on your own you had to mm -hmm. say what subjects you would like to do And, um, I mean, yeah, this was an experience where, I mean, yeah, I learned how to, to be more independent. Definitely. Like, my first day uh, at school, my host sister was at the school, like, a couple of streets away. And she brought me to the, to the field, well, it was like a soccer field, kind of. And she said, you have to go across the field and you'll be in the school and you have to find, like some kind of service center mm -hmm. and I was like wait you're not gonna join me she was like no I have school as well so mm -hmm. I'll leave you here I'll see you later and the thing was I just met her yesterday basically right and then she was like yeah you'll find out the way and I ended up in the in this service center or like the secretary office having no idea what actually I'm doing here with the school uniform on I was like every other student actually and <laughs> It was, it was something, it was very challenging. I mean, I was, I'm luckily already had a bit of an experience with English language, but if you're there for the, like, on the first day, you know no one, you know, your whole sister just dropped you off and was like, I'm going to go to school as well, I'll see mm -hmm. you later at five, uh, 3 p.m. at home. You just really think, what's going on? What's wrong with me? But... I, I love the, the challenge to be on your own. And since then, actually, I love just trying to get a bit of my comfort zone from time to time and see what I can actually do, where my passion actually can drive me to. And that's something I would have never done without New Zealand, probably. Like, mm -hmm. not definitely without New Zealand. That was the point where I realized, okay, I can do something with my life. I can decide where I want to go, what I want to do. Which, which way I want to um, perceive and where, wh how many people I can actually meet mm -hmm. just by saying, hi, I'm Leo. And that's actually the point where it changed a lot. And then I walked into the library and then we, I, was, I was sitting next to you, I think, or something like that. And that's, yeah, how we kind of met. And here we are five, six years later and having a podcast. <laughs>
session. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about how much New Zealand uh, influenced our life yeah. and how important that was for, for our personal development and also how it influenced us in, in the way where we are now and what career path also we mm -hmm. are doing. I mean, we, we, can, we can talk about this a little bit more later. Um, but I think what you, what you have to consider too is that not every, we are very privileged and being yeah. able to, to do that in New Zealand and getting to know this new school system, this, this culture, and just doing the experience on being on our own in this I mean, fairly safe environment. Of course, we were nervous and it was challenging, but if you're being honest, like there couldn't go too much wrong. It was fairly like, you know... It was secure, obviously, but you know, you must remember we were both 15, right? You were definitely. 15 as well. Yeah, yes. so you're like 15, <laughs> You have, you just left your parents at the airport, like mm -hmm. for me in Hamburg. That was super scary. Super scary going to security on your own. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could have got so much things wrong. Uh, you went through security, were waiting at the gate and you were waiting for your flight to departure. Always thinking like, is there a way back basically? Because, you know, New Zealand was a 36 hour uh, journey for me. Mm -hmm. um, I met Ben on the way. He was he was in my study group with also a deep friend who we still have contact with. Um, and it was something, you know, although I had him in a certain way, I didn't even know him. And you were you were so nervous, especially at the passport security control when you when you entered the international airport where you had to show that you have a visa for New Zealand to be able to enter the country. I was I was just freaking out, but I still made it somehow, you know. And then when you arrive, <laughs> that was the most funny thing actually. You arrive in uh, in New Zealand and they tell you about the biosecurity. So biosecurity basically is a security which is spe is specified, especially um, specialized on biological uh, hazards that could be brought into the country because of stuff you have in in your in your luggage mm. so after you grab your luggage you go to biosecurity and they ask you very kindly do you have any snacks or like any food or anything that could be a biological hazard with you and you go in your mind you're like do i have it do i don't have it because you know that the fine is like 400 dollars, which is at that point it was a, a lot of money and I was going through my head and I know that I came out of the airport, there was this huge sign, $400 fine if something found. And I just threw everything away. Like everything that was water, that was um, cooked biscuits, I just threw everything in the trash, was like, I'm not oh. getting any, I'm not risking anything yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is something new for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, it? that was not the, the thing I was most stressed about. Nah, being that was, no. that, for me, that was the most stressful thing ever. I yeah. think after, because I'm not the type of guy who sleeps on the airplane. Oh, I was super tired. I saw the four hundred okay, super freaked out, super paranoid. Yeah, four hundred dollar fine, okay. and I buy a security and another security. I was like, nah, nah, nah I'm like, no chance. I'm yeah. taking a risk here. Yeah, but let's let's go back to the to the topic again. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to um to to talk more about a point you brought up earlier, um when you said that when you came back um from from the year abroad back to your school in Germany. And yeah, there were some people who were interested in what you did, 
but nobody it doesn't didn't really matter nobody really cared and for me um there was also an experience i made when i when i came back um it felt very frustrating that you you had the you made these uh, experience which were really eye opening for you and uh, where you where you recognized that this this whole school system it can definitely work in a better way in other countries figured out how and nobody showed really interest and said okay tom you're 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 telling us about these this this great school and you come back with a lot of with a lot of inspiration um so let's sit down at a table and maybe yeah give us some ideas or what did you learn there what could we do to improve our school here form classes hmm sounds interesting assemblies oh wow that that could be a thing actually yeah. and nobody really cared and i think that is that is such a big missed opportunity because yeah we keep saying it in germany there are a lot of things not going going go right and i think we have to also say in in new zealand not everyone is going right we talked about the math classes honestly oh. the level it, it was it was fairly low and it was super boring so i mean i think we should also highlight that not everything went really well but in terms of um what you like interest development and and subjects you had and and different fields you could explore it was really great and this together being together having the assembly having the form classes um all these kind of things they were very inspiring and i was so sad that my school didn't care and yeah didn't show any interest in saying tom let's find out what we can do with your experience and how we as a school can benefit from that Yeah, like I said, they they don't see the problem with their own uh, system. That's that's something that really for uh, Yeah, I I tried even to to hit up the the uh headmaster. But she was always like I'm too busy. Nah, we won't get through with it anyway. But she wasn't even open to listen to the to the suggestions I had. Mm-hmm. Which was really sad because it, it was isn't things you could implement very easily, you know? Putting in a form class, for example, is something, you know, just say, okay, we're going to start at 8.10 or maybe 7.50. You have a form class before, like 10 minutes, you get together, you talk about stuff. What's going to happen today? Mm -hmm. Very, very easy stuff you could actually implement. But I mean, yeah, other stuff is maybe not as easy to implement. But yeah, they're, like they're ultra ed, of course not, because we don't have the nature for it. Mm -hmm. But definitely... Or making up a completely new subject. That is not something you yes. can date from one day uh, to, to the other. Yes, but maybe something you could work on, you know. In maybe like two years, you could get somewhere, you could... Um, you'll be at some point where you could say, yeah, okay, I think we're ready to implement something new now. But, I mean... It's been like this twenty last twenty years, and it's gonna be like this next twenty years, I think, because mm -hmm. there's so much bureaucracy that you, if you have something, it takes another five years until something happens. That is true. Mm -hmm. That's that's the sad part of our driving. It moves very slow. Um, yes, but I also think um, a lot of teachers right now are, are frustrated by it, and I hope a little bit that that more people show this frustration they have, and at some point. Um, I mean, the government will change something. Yeah, this yeah. is my this is my hope. Um, and if that not if that's not happening, what we said also yesterday, um, 
yeah, what we can recommend to everyone is if they have the opportunity, if they has, have a possibility to do something like that, like an exchange here. It does not have to be New Zealand, we said. Because definitely, here, definitely, because it's, we are it's very course, expensive to get even expensive. over there. Uh, but like Netherlands or uh, like, I'm going to say it now from a general perspective, right? Uh, go to Netherlands, go to Denmark, border countries, which aren't far away, especially like France. I didn't exchange there. France, school system completely different. Well, mm -hmm. uh, not wait, not completely, but it's it has its its differences in form of Wednesday is a half day, right? Mm -hmm. 12.30 on the dot, everyone leaves. But then you also you have on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you might have to like 4 p.m., right? But that's something, you know, the school system... Is different in that way, but it's also something refreshing when you mm -hmm. come back. You see the difference, and then at some point you may realize, I miss that I have that school finishes on twelve thirty, or you're like, damn, I'm really happy that every day I'm like home at two, mm -hmm. because th it depends on what kind of person you are. Yeah, I think just to have some have a different kind of school, just to experience that, can can really help to see what kind of person you are um, in comparison to you. You are at the same kind of school for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because for me, at least for me, it was like that. Um, before I went to New Zealand, I didn't even know what was wrong about my school in Germany because I did not make any other experiences. Yeah. This was, this was the only school I knew and I thought, hey, school has to be like that. There, there is no other way. And I think just go to a different school and try that try that out um, can be really be be valuable. Definitely, um, and something maybe as well. I wouldn't like exchanges don't have to be like a year or like three quarter of a month. I think now we give maybe the wrong impression. I would rather say you know have like a month maybe mm -hmm. to, you know, experience something because schools have such opportunities where they say, um, uh, we have an exchange to France, to a school we have a partnership with, or maybe even England, which is probably very interesting because the school uniform thing. Uh, like I said, I was really fond of the idea. I, <laughs> it was something I was talked about in Germany a lot because I kind of missed it because then you have this whole... Um, I, I wear the very expensive clothes and you wear like very, very, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say poor clothes, but like normal clothes from CNA, H&M, right? Mm -hmm. So the stuff like basically everyone wears and you have that difference. And with the New Zealand school uniform or generally school uniform, you don't have that difference because everyone looks kind of the same. And that was something I really, really missed at some point. And that's the experience, I guess, if you have made it, you made up your mind at some point. And despite the the uh, opinion you have afterwards, an experience no one can take from you and you can just learn from it. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. We talked about our year abroad, um, especially with the folks on the school system and interest development. Um, yeah, at the Waimea College, the, the wide range of subjects we had, including material furniture, uh, visual art design classes, outdoor education, all this stuff where we learned new things about ourselves and found new interests. Um, we also talked about the things that are going wrong right now in Germany, um, especially this pushing students in this academic direction. 
And I think what we would like to say to everyone is, um, I mean, first show your frustration if you're unhappy with the school system right now. And then if you have the opportunity, do something like an exchange or um, just spend some time on a different school to just see what it's like and to see what it could be. Um, and I think at this point, Leo, I will say thank you very much for being here on this podcast. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, I hope I will see you here again on this podcast. Talk to Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for inviting me over to Amsterdam. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast, first of all. And yeah, I hope to be back someday to another episode. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.